you're listening to Love Island, La Viva Voce. My name is Mag. And my name is Adam. And this is your weekly uh, summary chat about the uh, ever-looming hit reality TV series, Love Island. Yeah, so um, do you want to sort of summarise briefly what Love Island is? Do you want me to take that? Well, first off, I think we should address the fact that in our last regular Live in La Viva Voce <laughs> uh, episode, we had said that we were going to do daily recordings of this. Listeners, we mistake. were so drunk when we said that, when yeah. we made those promises. We, we misspoke. Yeah, exactly. We meant, we meant, we meant weekly, but we said monthly. <laughs> and so by we weekly, said... we mean monthly. And by monthly, <laughs> this is the only one you're going to this get. This is the only one. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we wanted to make this A because we've been getting really into Love Island, right? And we're going to kind of share with you guys what's been happening so far in week one. First of all, what, what Love Island is. Then what's been going on in week one. Uh, and then a discussion of the kind of drama that's been taking place. And then uh, we're going to go from there. So there so it is. So I think this is the seventh season of Love Island. Okay, sure. Um, and I don't know if you know, but this is actually a reboot of an original 2005 I did not variation. Um, the principle, I think, is largely the same. Um, I think it's quite interesting, really, because, you know, sort of since the maybe late 90s or early 2000s, there's been this sort of obsession in British reality television of this, like, I don't think always on cameras is the right word, but it's almost always on cameras, right? This idea of, like, we're going to, like, retrofit, like, an environment with, like, just cameras and microphones everywhere and then record everything going on. Because the way that... For instance, the Bachelor series, or um, Love Is Blind, or Too Hot to Handle. Mm. The way that these series are shot, if I'm not mistaken, certainly, certainly the Bachelor and the Bachelorette, yep. um, like Bachelor Nation kind of content, it's all filmed and then edited, and then kind of a yep. narrative is made out of the grand scheme of things, and then it's released episode yep. by episode, right? Yep. So, like a lot of the people, you know, this has happened for them like a year. You know, yeah, sure. In the past, right? As sure. opposed to Love Island, where it's, sort the, of happening it's either day to day, like every couple of days kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah, so it's not obviously real time, real time, which you've got to bear in mind, Big Brother yeah. was. And, mm-hmm. and I think this is what made Big Brother quite seminal when it happened, was there was there was a Big Brother channel. Yeah. If you had satellite television or you had like cable or something, you, know, you could literally watch the Big Brother house. 24-7, all the time those contestants were in there. Um, and obviously, Love Island is not quite like that, because I think with Love Island, you know, they're still trying to build a narrative, but they're trying to straddle that sort of hybrid model of, like, live coast-to-coast television sort of event with, like, this, um, you know, more narrative-driven sort of style of storytelling. So you do get, like, a, I think it's about a two-day delay on Love Island from when the events have happened to when they actually sort of release an episode Mm. containing material from that day. Now, it can be as little as a day sometimes, because obviously there are certain situations where particularly the audience gets to vote and then um, they sort of get involved in that respect. Anyway, so should we talk about this season? Yeah, actually, do you want to explain a little, though, first, like... The general schema, I guess, of Love Island. Yeah, sure. So with Love Island, um, am I right in saying that five 
women or five men enter the... Yeah, five women first enter the... Yes, so typically it's five women. Because I think there was a season where men entered first. Oh, okay. But generally speaking, one gender enters first, Mm -hmm. and then they get picked by the other gender to enter one by one. Yeah. Um, And there's this sort of really awkward, uncomfortable bits where they're like, oh, you know, like... Does anyone want to step forward for John? Yeah. And like no one steps no one forward. forward. And it's like Or like three girls stand for like, Yeah, or three or three girls stand forward, right? It's and like And then John picks one of the girls who didn't step yeah, forward. Yeah, didn't step forward, right? So it's very um it's just very unusually awkward interaction. You can see that there's a lot of discomfort in it. But you know, I think that's the sort of that's sort of part of the challenge, right? Is yeah. is you know, you are being like just thrusted together with people that you don't know. So basically, by the time the five boys and five girls have all sort of entered the villa, right, or entered this, you know, habitat, um, they have to couple up. And what couple up means is that they don't necessarily have to be like a romantic partnership, but they do have to share the same bed. And they do have to engage as, like, partners in, like, certain, you know, like, challenges and activities. And it's basically up until the next time they pair up, like, they re-pair up, they recouple up. It's it's supposed to be for the two of them to get to know each other a little better, right? And then the show's premise is basically built around disbalancing the numbers, right? So, um, you know, there'll be seven girls in and five boys. And so five boys have the choice of seven girls or vice versa. You know, yeah, there'll be whatever. there'll be seven girl, uh, seven boys in and then the five girls get to choose, etc. Yeah. etc. Et and, you know, I think once a week and, you know, towards the end of the, the series, you know, it'll probably happen a little bit more. Uh, the contestants get to choose who they want to recouple up with. They bring in new contestants to kind of, you know, test these relationships. And then eventually the public gets to vote on you know which couple they like the most that that is the sort of general that's the general thing framework of love island right so do you want to talk about the girls girls or the boys first okay let's talk about the girls because we might as well since they were the first ones to enter the villa let's do it okay Mm -hmm. uh which girl do you want to talk about first let's talk about liberty liberty okay so liberty was the uh, i think pretty much the first girl to enter the villa yeah yeah like liberty and kaz liberty and kaz yep so i think they came in together right um so Describe Liberty to me. Tell yeah, me, tell no, me about she's Liberty. She's like, uh, you know, bottle blonde. Bottle blonde, yeah. She kind of looks like Miss Piggy. I don't, I don't know. Like, Woof. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I know, it's rough. But, like, I actually really like Liberty. I think she's really sweet. I think she has a really good personality. Yep. She's a little ditzy, but, like, I think she's really, really well-meaning. Sure. So I, I really like her. Sure. Yeah. Okay, and, and who's she coupled up with at the moment? Jake, who's the... Not the worst. <laughs> not, not the devil himself. Not the devil incarnate. More like Cerberus or something, yeah, like, right? Uh, Beazel, like, like, like some, uh, you know, like, like lesser lower, demon. Yeah, but... No, I don't even think, I don't even think Jake is um, malevolent. I think he's just a douche, right? He's a bit of a dick. And, and, and the reason I say that is because... They, Jake and Liberty coupled up from day one, right? Yep. And they got to know each other. Liberty is literally Jake's type, right? Yep. I think to a T, right? Yeah. And, and she has a really good personality that he says he really likes. And I yeah. think the audience really likes as well. The one issue is that... He, he wants to pursue her blondes. Well, what he tells some of the other contestants is that he... What is it? Like, he, he doesn't feel like he wants to rip her clothes off at every moment. Which, like... 
listeners, if you've been in a, like, long-term relationship or, like, you, like, are seeking a long-term relationship, like, I get that, you know, that kind of initial, like, I don't know, like, carnal attraction is super important, but, like, it's weird to hear someone say she's exactly my type. She has a banging personality, like, just a fantastic personality. Yep. But I don't want to, like, immediately jump her. So, like, I guess I got to, like, keep my options completely open and pursue women that look exactly like her. And how many days have they been in the villa now? I want to say seven or eight, something like that. Yeah. Nine, so whatever. They've been in seven, eight, nine days. Yeah. And already he's he's already bored with her. Yeah, I don't know. It, it breaks my heart yeah. because she's such a sweet girl, right? Like, she's done nothing wrong, in my opinion. Okay, Kaz. Let's talk about Kaz. Again, sweet girl. So, very, very so lovely. Wonderful. Yeah. So in fact, lovely. she's probably my favorite. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, so Kaz, Kaz entered the villa, villa at the same time as Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'll find that she's got a background in fashion. Yeah. I mean, they most, almost uh, yeah. all of them have backgrounds in fashion, don't, don't they? Yeah, but she's so pretty. And what I really like about Kaz and Liberty to a lesser extent is that Kaz really roots for her like girlfriends on the island, yep. she roots for like new couples. I think she's like really she's equally as sweet. happy when anyone couples yeah. up. They're not they're not like enemies, right? It's like you know, exactly. Oh, exactly. good, there's another couple, right? Um, and let's talk about who she's coupled up with. At the with moment. Toby, who is actually probably not too bad. He's not too bad. Like I've seen on Twitter, a lot of people calling him a fuckboy. He has not. I don't think he has lived up to that name so far. Right. Sure. I think I think that's a that's all a, these men have potential to be so bad. That's a hard name to live up to in a villa, right? Yeah. Like, like this. Because and I think this is a really interesting comment that we also saw on Twitter, is if this was too hot to handle, that money would be untouched. Exactly. That money that they they'd be they'd be making money at the moment. <laughs> they'd be making money. They'd, too <laughs> hot to handle be like, please we'll, touch we'll, each other. Yeah, we'll give you like we'll give you that for free. Yeah. Like please touch each other. Yeah. The reason why I think people have been kind of calling him a fuckboy is because um, he's never had a relationship. He's never been in a relationship. He's only, like, kind of just had slings and one-night stands and stuff. Right? I I don't know. Like, the thing is, Toby has thus far on the the island not demonstrated that behavior. You know, does he have the potential to? 100%. But for now, I don't want to presume... I don't want to call him something yeah, that, he's not, I, that he's not demonstrating. I 100%, I 100% agree. Because ultimately, like, there are plenty of other guys on this island to hate. <laughs> yes. okay. Let's just say that. Let's, okay, let's move on to another girl that's coming on. And then we'll move on to, like, her partner. So, Faye. Faye, yeah. Yeah. Faye... Let's talk about Faye and Sharon. Faye, let's talk about Faye and Sharon. Yeah. So... I'm not a big fan of these girls. Okay. And the reason for that is because, you know, like, whatever on their appearance, I, I think they look fine, like, whatever, right? Yeah. I, I think, in my opinion, I think all or most Love Island people look the same. Um, it is a certain aesthetic, is a certain appearance. I think, it doesn't do it for me, but, like, you know, she they fit the bill, I right? think I think if you're fine, if you go onto, like, Harley Street and you look at, like, the plastic surgery, it's, it's called the Love Island package <laughs> now, isn't it? It's like a bundle deal. Yeah, it's a bundle deal. You know, lips, boobs, and arse all in well, one. Well, I don't want to talk about plastic surgery just yet, okay? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the issue that I have with Faye and Sharon isn't so much their appearance. It's that, like, they're really catty. And as the days have gone by, both of them have been very, I think, insecure, very mean towards a lot of the new girls. Yep. Um, kind of mean towards the other boys, yep. to, to, towards the boys. So not, always, look, not always they, undeservedly. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, like... The, 
it just doesn't seem like they're having that much fun on the island. I think yeah. that's the kind of crux of it. I, I don't know. I think this is one of those things that is... Um, I really liked her t- at the beginning, to be honest. I, I think she was fun. Yeah, like, sure. Very snarky. But I think she's kind of settled into being a little, like, uh, like Who, spiteful. Sharon. Well, both Finn both and Sharon. Yeah, yeah, both of them. I mean, uh, I think it's one of these things, right, where it's very easy for us to sit here and say, well, you know, you knew what you were signing up for, right? Yeah. And in fairness, you know, you, you, to an extent you do, yeah. right? Because we've all watched Love Island. This isn't the first series. I think when you're going into the first series, you are taking a risk, right? Because yeah. there's no template upon which to understand. But, you know, we're on season seven now. And, and you know, Love Island's almost an established format, right? It's like yeah. we chuck a bunch of girls and we chuck a bunch of guys and every, every week or so we put in new girls or guys yeah. to then like steal people's like partners right so it's not you know it, it's not a complicated show in that respect right um i think it's a show that i think honestly it requires you to not take yourself too seriously yeah. which bearing in mind that it also attracts a lot of narcissists who take themselves too seriously take themselves yeah, too seriously. seriously right you know that's where the kind of spice of this show comes out of is this kind of clash right? they, well i think i think that's where the architecture of this reality yeah. is so clever right yeah, yeah. is it essentially pits you know one the mindset that is attracted to this kind of show against itself yeah in in the way that this show is played out right should I, mm-hmm. and and i think that's really interesting because uh, you know uh, i you really do need to jump into the show and you need to not take yourself too seriously. You need to get to know people and you need to be forthcoming with that, right? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just not going to survive. You're not going to cope because, you know, the moment you're like, oh, I don't really care if he goes off with someone else. I don't really, you know, yeah. all that kind of, You're not really playing to win, yeah. right? Anyway, should we talk about the people that they were coupled up with? Let's talk about the people they're okay. coupled up with, yeah. So let's start with Aaron. <laughs> Let's start with Aaron, yeah. Okay, let's start with Aaron. Aaron was coupled up with Sharon, or is still technically coupled up, although, yep. you know, they've hit a bit of a... Anyways, um, Aaron, there's something about him, I think, as the series yep. is progressing. Sure. That I don't necessarily trust. 100%. There's something that I can't just yet put my finger completely on, but there's something about him that screams... Bad news. Bad news. Because initially... He was very chill initially. He initially, was... he was super chill... Good looking, I think good personality. Well educated. Well educated. University whatever. of Birmingham's economic yeah. degree, yeah, yeah. which is, you know, for, for our listeners, I know there's a couple of UAB graduates out there that do listen to this podcast. And I'd like to say, <laughs> you know, on the record, that UFB is a great school. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a very good school. Um, so, yeah, no, I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. Well, there's nothing raw, whatever. Initially, Aaron seemed like a fine gentleman. Sure, yeah. But I think as the series progressed, he has like very kind of hot takes of women that I'm like, I don't know. I Uh, I think him and Sharon in particular clash quite a lot. Yeah. Right. And I think that maybe that's brought out a very inarticulate side of Aaron. That's a a generous interpretation. That's a very generous interpretation. That's a generous interpretation. Okay. And I I appreciate that. And, you know, time will tell whether or not that interpretation holds true. I'll just say one word. Misogyny. Maybe we'll come back to this later in a, in, a, in a week or so just, just, when we can we'll, kind of yeah hedge your bets. We'll, we'll get onto our we'll get onto yeah. our predictions in a minute. Exactly. Let's move on to the next boy, <laughs> Brad. We've saved this one. Yeah. We've saved this one. Literally, okay, Brad. Hell on earth. 
literal mm-hmm. Satan. Yeah. A bad man. Because, one, he's very narcissistic. And you can tell that. Because yeah. he doesn't talk yeah, about yeah. anyone except for himself. Yes. Um, he Impressively so. Impre- to the point where I don't think he has that kind of social awareness. Yeah, it's it's almost not malicious in that no, sense. No, it's almost just like... Like, he doesn't have a concept that, you know, in a relationship, when you talk about something that's going on in your life, you should generally try and follow it directly with a, so what's up with you? Exactly. Anyways. Even if you don't care. That, I think, you know, maybe he just doesn't have that capacity. I Maybe you can't blame him for it. What you can blame him, however, is the way he, like, uses women to stay on the show. He, I, I think he is going to plough through. Yeah. Like, because he's, he's racking up a body count right now, he isn't he? he uses the same lines to the point where even the other guys on the island are like, bro, you've, you've yeah. said these things about X-Girl. Like, all, all the, you can see all the guys there with their notepads being like, I better use that one when I, I get back out on the outside. Wretched. Anyways, I don't want to talk more about Brad. I, I think he's truly just a wretched human being. Okay, um, let's talk about... Shannon. Shannon, who is was, the was, last was with us, final girl. Was with us for a very brief time. Yeah. Taken before her time. Well, the reason why... Actually, maybe we'll talk a little bit about about Shannon's kind of departure mm. after we kind of go over the current characters. Sure. Shannon, really, really pretty. I I would say so far the most naturally beautiful girl that has been on the island this season. She seems fine, crazy chill, to the point where maybe that's to her detriment. I I mean, I think what it was, again, is it was very much this kind of... I'm too cool for this show kind yeah, of thing, it, it right? Yeah, it did give off that vibe. Like, this this show's very cheesy. Let's just put it out yeah, there, right? Yeah, it's tacky. It's tacky, it it's cheesy. Um, you know, the challenges are poorly written. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, when you're, like, 15 years old and you used to play spin the bottle after having, exactly. like, watered-down beer? Exactly. And you thought you were revealing a big secret yeah. when you, like kissed a girl on the cheek and exactly. it was like oh i'm bi-curious I'm now bad. yeah, yeah you know. so it's, it's like katie perry's i kissed a girl yeah. like it's yeah it's not really like really that serious like but i think as a result of that when you're a contestant on it you know bear in mind these contestants are what like their 20s or sort of early to yeah. mid 20s right i think it's a very like I'm a little bit too cool for this kind of thing going yeah. on. It's still a little bit high school in that kind of sort of resentful way of like, I'm kind of playing along, but I'm not really into it. Well, some of them, and some of them are like Kaz, where she's having she's just as in much it. fun as I think I, viewers are. Right? I think Kaz is like a fan, right? Yeah. She's, a, oh. she's a fan in her own like reality TV show. Yeah. No, it's great. Anyways, um, and then the last sort of original boy... Uh, Hugo. You Hugo, really like yes. Hugo. I really like Hugo. I think he's fine. Like I think he's really good. Um, a, some of the girls have said that he's too much of a nice guy. I get what they're... I get the kind of guy that they are... That they take issue with. Yeah. At the moment, from what we have been see- shown on television, yeah. Hugo is, I don't think, that kind well, of nice let's, guy. Let's talk about... Let's talk about... Because there's, essentially there's two types of nice guy, right? Yeah. There's nice guy. Yeah. The, the nice guy. The yeah. guy who is nice, right? Yeah. That That's pretty straightforward, and we all know what that is, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the... And I, I'm, I'm doing quote marks here. Yeah. The nice guy, exactly. right? The guy that's like... like 
insult, basically. Yeah, very. Yeah, and and incels, excellent. You know, proper beta male kind of energy. You know, yeah. all that kind of. Stuff. And Hugo doesn't doesn't resonate a lot of insecurity. No. You know, there's not a lot of like beta male energy there, right? Yeah. I think, if anything, you know, like I'm going to digress a little bit. A tiny, tiny digression. Okay. A tiny digression. Okay. Um. One of my favourite series is, okay. is, is is Star Trek Discovery. Oh, God. Okay. okay. And in the second series of that, they obviously brought on Captain Pike. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was played by Anson Mount, mm-hmm. um, who I think actually played the character brilliantly. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's this great piece in, um, I think it's Screen Rant, about how he sort of resonates the sort of modern kind of masculinity that screen has been missing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're interested in like you know, I guess gender studies to an extent, yeah. this is actually quite an interesting piece because I think you know there's not a lot of really good male role models on TV at the moment. Yeah. You know, they're either lacklusterly written, meaning there's no real discussion of gender politics, or they're a li- they're, you know, there's, there's undertones of misogyny, or they're built on top of undertones of misogyny. Yeah. You know, or like so to- toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity, yeah. all these kind of things, right? And I think the the thing that like you know, Captain Pike's sort of character does well, and I think this is what I want to get to to with Hugo, right? Is that He's quite secure in himself, right? And even yeah. even to the extent, you know, Hugo, I don't think was in the wrong the other night, but he was quite comfortable to apologise. Yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about exactly yeah. what that issue was. But, you know, like, we're we're saying this about Hugo, I think, on day eight or nine of yes. Love Island. So, so it's so... very easy to prove us wrong. <laughs> it's very easy. Casa Amor is coming. Casa Amor is coming. It's very... Let's just say these boys and girls... Let's just say I think it's safer to hedge your bets that they're bad people. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to say so far we love Hugo. Um, we might take that back very easily in the, in the coming days. Okay. Um, let's talk really quickly about some of the other girls. Chloe, uh, Liam, Chugs, so Those are Rachel, the girls as well, right? Lucinda, Millie. <laughs> Six more contestants that were kind of brought in and out of... Um... We've plowed through them quickly. Yeah. So, Chloe... Initially, I thought she was a little annoying, a little narcissistic. And also she was a clone of Faye. Yeah. But I, I actually really like her. I, don't, I, I like her more than Faye. I think she's a little bit more chill. Like Faye 2.0, they've worked out the kinks. Exactly. I think she's fine. Um, Rachel, I we've only seen her in like two episodes, so I have like yeah, absolutely... We, and, and in fairness, because we missed the Sunday night ep- or the Saturday, Saturday night, night episode, because yeah. we didn't realise it's six I know, it's nights a week. Listeners, we cannot, do, we cannot commit to six... That's too much. Anyways, Rachel, I will say maybe in next uh, Love Island, Love Viva Voce, we will talk about the like racial kind of problematic elements of the show. Sure. Um, so far, I don't think I really want to comment on that just because we only know Rachel for like two episodes. Sure, so, sure. Okay. Um, Liam, boring. Kind of like weird. Very tall, apparently. W- Welsh like labourer lives labor. with his grandmother. No, that's Brad. Oh, God, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Brad, yeah. that's the devil incarnate. Yeah. That's Beelzebub. Okay, um, Chugs. Apparently super rich. He got voted out. No one... Yeah, yeah he vanilla. came and he went. <laughs> he went, okay. <laughs> Silently into the night without a whisper or a sound. And then, Lucinda, and then the two new girls that were introduced um, in the last two episodes, Lucinda Millie. Uh, Lucinda, oh, very young. I think we're getting into dangerous territory because this should be covered on next week's podcast. This is true. Let's just say now, Lucinda, very young, Millie, um, kind of like a weird, like, sexy MILF. 
That's, so that's our roll call so far. Yeah, that's what we have so far. So let's talk about let's talk about last week. Let's talk about yeah. up until well, let's talk about Saturday because I think we've got a good enough grasp on what happened on Saturday. So I think we can talk all the way through to Saturday. Cool. I want to focus on three issues. Okay, rest of our podcast will be spent on these three. Let's do it. One is the departure of Shannon. Okay. Okay. Two is on um, the two kind of. Uh, current firmest, I guess, relationships. Jake oh, Liberty. You, you did a gesture there. I thought you were about to talk about the firmest boobs no, or the firmest arms. No, of course not. No, I will not be talking about these things. Um, Jake and Liberty and Kaz and Toby. Let's talk a little bit about those two because they're our most like stable couple so far. And then, of course, number three, Hugo's comments and the backlash um, from and against um, Faye and Sharon. In fairness, though, this this week. Is that this week? It is this week. Oh, you're right. It's Monday. Yeek! Uh-oh. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO. You haven't got enough to talk about. I know. Do-do-do. Anyways, so let's talk about let's Sharon. Let's talk about Shannon first. Shannon first. Okay. So I think the major issue of why Shannon... Okay, well, let's, let's first off say what happened. So normally at the beginning of the series, right, day two, day three, day four, mm-hmm. people don't get kicked off all of a sudden because you kind of need some time to develop some flavor, right? Like... You got to bond with these characters to feel like you've been robbed of time with them, right? Exactly, right. Uh, and they need time to bond with each other to kind of express genuine emotions, right? That was not the case with Shannon. So basically, she wasn't interested in any of the guys. Yeah. And then they had this one competition, this one like challenge, where they had to like say these like s- sexy secrets about themselves and then like the opposing gender had to guess who it was and make out with them and like then they had to like jump into a bath of ice water and they're all dressed as devils i think uh, whatever it was like it's exceptionally tacky awful shannon i don't think she had a secret told about her or like if she did she didn't admit it and then two when the guy tried to make out with her she, like, turned her head, and so yeah. she didn't make out. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to make out with them, obviously, right? But- no, but, but okay, so this is the thing, right? Uh, and I think this is a really interesting thing where Love Island really does sort of contend with the concept of consent, right? Because yeah. on one hand, it is 100- <laughs> a hundred... No, 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 no. On one hand, it's 100% her right to, like, reject that advance, all that kind of stuff, right? And you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Like that. But on the other hand... You know, there is this kind of assumption that you've come on this show and that there's going to be intimate scenes with people that maybe you're not 100% intimate with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like this is one of those shows where, you again, you've kind of got to be in for a penny and for a pound, right? Yeah. Anyways, um, and then eventually, she was originally coupled up with Aaron, Aaron was like, I don't really like you. Clearly, you don't really like me. I'm going to pick another girl. And so she, Shannon was the last girl remaining. And then she gets this text. Well, Shan, well Shannon was like, yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with that. What she hadn't really counted on was that the producers were going to introduce another girl. Yeah. Thus give, giving her disadvantage. Exactly. And basically, she was the last girl remaining. And then... That was it. And Off then you she go. got this text that was like, I've been dumped. Yeah. And it was like, your time on the island has ended. Bye. Bye. And so she left literally, I think, on the same night, right? I think she, or like well, day I think two. she left maybe the second yeah, day. Yeah, is that not 
crazy. You've spent a total of 24 hours. Well, well, think about it this way, right? So this is all filmed in Mallorca, yeah. in, in, in Spain. Well, yeah. it's not in Spain, because yeah. Mallorca's an island. Yeah. Um, you've had to quarantine for 14 days when you've arrived there. And now, because Spain and the Baloch Islands were on the amber list at the time, they, you've now got to quarantine for 14 days when you get back to the UK. Crazy. So you spent a month in quarantine for all of two days, 48 yeah. hours on a TV show. Wild. Yeah, that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. Okay, okay number two are current couples. Yes. Okay, so Jake and Liberty. We spoke a little bit about this. It's It sucks because, like, the way that Liberty talks about Jake... He, she worships his uh, his feet. Well, she just she she talks she thinks like he's cute. Yeah, she thinks she's she, adorable. She thinks and it's he's really charming. Sweet, and it makes me so happy to hear that a girl like has those kinds of feelings, yeah. which then makes Jake's lackluster, clearly you know, uh, dismissive, uh, just fuck boy kind of energy, awful. Yeah. No. I, uh, no. It is. It's really tragic. Really. Right. Like. I think, so do you know, um, I'm trying to think, like, you think, remember how I met your mother? Mm-hmm. And the, like the whole like back and forth of like, why won't they just get together? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. You know, the typical sitcom trope of like, will they, won't they kind yeah. of thing. That's what's sort of going on here. You're kind of screaming at the TV going, can't you see she's gorgeous and she wants you? I know, it does Take her, yeah. please, just like... Just accept her. Yeah, you know? she seems great. Anyways. And now I want to talk about something. Oh, go and for I, it. I, and I, I'm going to use this as our third thing, because I think we should... I didn't, don't think we should touch on Hugo this week. I think we should tease that for next week. Okay. But I do want to talk about Hugo. I want to talk about Hugo and his background. Okay. So what do we know about Hugo? We know that he is a PE teacher. Yeah. Um, he's from Hampshire. So he's from, like, the county that, like, we're... We're in at the yeah. moment, yeah. Um, and we also know that he actually has a physical disability, right? Yeah. Um, so he, he did actually play cricket, I think, semi-professionally for the English um, physical disability team. Sure. Um, and because he has a sort of club foot. Yeah, right? that's what he has. And, you know, I think this is sort of something that's really interesting because the show, you know, quote-unquote, is trying to diversify, right? <laughs> And I know you don't want to get too much into this on maybe, uh, well, it's not, obviously it's diverse on a gender front because, this is, well, it, maybe it's not actually, it's men and women, right? Yeah. Um, but it's at least normally balanced on a gender front. Yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously it's very disproportionately disbalanced on like a race front and... Very much so. We'll talk about that later. And ethnicity front, on, but obviously. Yeah. But also I think it's very much dis. dis- Dis- or unbalanced. Who's yeah. saying disbalanced? I mean, unbalanced. Yeah. On a um, disability front, mm-hmm. um, and particularly on different sort of body shapes and body yeah. types, right? 100%. Like you know, you, you said it at the start. You know, there's this very almost a template of what a Love Islander should look like, yeah. right? And you know, it's anywhere for for women. It's anywhere between about five four to about five. Eight five That's nine at the most, right? Yeah. Um, and then for the guys, it sort of starts at about five eight, going up to maybe six four. But most of these islanders yeah. aren't that tall Liam normally. Liam is six six, so that yeah. makes him one of the taller ones. Right? Yeah, and and you know, not you know, obviously occasionally they chuck a tall one in, but yeah. you know, 
It's very bulk standard, you know, yeah. muscular or toned. Super beefy, very tanned, right. football haircut, big tats. And I think it's interesting. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm thinking about this in my own experience as, mm -hmm. as a disabled person who has dated, right? And, yeah. and don't get me wrong, you know, I don't want to over sort of trumpet my disability because yeah. I'm very, I guess I'm very able passing. I don't know if that's the right way. But, you know, like my disabilities aren't, obvious on the surface right i'm a little bit lankier you know i'm a little bit skinnier yeah. my fingers are a little bit narrower um you know i've got like rachmaninoff fingers you know mm -hmm. um yeah obviously i've got my chest scar yeah. i've got my back scar I, and i do have a little bit of a lazy eye though that's not too noticeable head on right mm -hmm. um but you know been in the dating scene done sort of tinder and stuff like that and i can tell you you get a lot of abuse as a disabled person even as someone who's quite passing right yeah. you know i've had girls say oh you look like you're 40 years old why is your eye wonky yeah. all of this kind of stuff right and it's like hold on like you know why did you match with me yeah. to say that I know. right yeah. and you know, it does feel to me a lot like, you know, why that Hugo sort of keeps on getting this like nice guy, nice guy, nice guy. And it's really code for there's something about him that I find unattractive. And potentially it's that physical disability, right? Yeah, it is bizarre because I would say that certainly the way the show portrays him or the cameras they, shoot they, him they've is hidden it very, very well. Passing. Yeah. Right, like if you no. if you didn't tell me or like if you yeah. know, people didn't talk about it or yeah. like whatever, I would say you would not be able to tell. But if you're mm -hmm. up close and personal, yeah. it's easy to tell, isn't it? For you know, sure. this is the thing, right? Yeah. Like, I can take very careful photos, right? Yeah. I, you know, when I was dating, I, was, I tried not to because I, I don't know, like you feel. I mean, I'm speaking personally here. Mm -hmm. You feel like you, you know, there's no point me taking a photo of me looking like very buff or something. Yeah. When if you're gonna meet up, I never do. I want to meet this person, right? You know, do you want to see this person in person, yeah. right? And you know, them seeing a like, you know, like a carefully shot angle of me where I look quite muscular, I look quite sort of well toned and stuff it's not going to change the fact that when they see me and they see this six foot five like slender man looking like you know like dude they don't want to catfish someone basically. yeah exactly right, right. I, I, it doesn't and it doesn't serve any purpose because inevitably yeah. they're just going to turn around and go well, you're a really nice guy yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of this weird thing where hugo i don't think has yet been called like fit or like yeah. hot or no. like like Hand, like like so, oh I want to like jump his but bones ostensibly kind of he like. has no different body to anyone else if you actually yeah. if you cut out the bottom half for a second yeah. right you ignore and bear in mind like it's not like his legs are like skinny little twigs or something right no. so even you know, he you, is on the lankier side yeah but yeah but but you could you he's know. still quite like beefy you know he's still Love Island passing right yeah so you know it's really this interesting like you know this sort of skate going oh he's a nice guy no, no one ever says he's attractive you know mm -hmm. no one ever says he's physically attractive yeah right? he's sexy he's yeah. sexy yeah any of these kind of things and i think that's very telling mm. you know i think love island is one of those shows where sometimes you need to listen to what they're not saying as mm -hmm. much as what they are saying right yeah. anyway anyways i think that brings us to a conclusion on this week right yeah. this is the this is the first week of love island <laughs> obviously we're, we're a little bit late on the recording of this but what hey are you gonna do? what are you gonna do 
Um, sue us. So, yeah, sue us, right? You, this is free content, you know, like, oh, and it's please. additional content on top of what we normally do anyway. Exactly. Anyway, you've been listening to Love Island La Viva Voce. I've been Adam. I've been Meg. We hope you'll tune in next week when we have another update yeah. on the Islanders for you. As well as some more Hugo, Shannon, Faye drama. And some more updates. Sharon. Oh, shoot. Sharon. Sharon and... Hugo. I think that's Sharon, probably why they sent her Faye. off. <laughs> they, were, they were like, God. I just who, can't. The, like, the producer was like, who was in casting? Yeah, who, who did this? Who picked a Sharon and a Shannon and who lined them up at the start together? Anyways, as the as the weeks go by, we'll we'll keep you guys updated on who gets in, who gets out, yada yada yada. I would love for them to do a, a series where they just cast girls of all the same name. Yeah, or it's the, it's like Maggie, Megan, Marie, Mary, <laughs> Maria. It's like, it's like ah. a tongue twister. It's like, or even better, I'd love for the first five girls to be all the girls of the name from number number five. Yeah, I yeah. would. Rita, I would, yeah. Monica. Yeah. Anyways. If, so if you're listening, if you're a Love Island producer and you're listening, there's just a thought, okay? Yeah, just a thought. Just some, just some helpful, constructive feedback. And if you want ideas for male names, you could do um, They Call Me. Yeah. Uh, by the Ting Tings. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, that, that'll, that'll do it. That'll do. All right, bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye.